welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. How are we feeling? We just got through the full moon and eclipse last night. I don't know about you, but I have been in like a brain fog for the past two days. We're going to talk a lot about eclipse season today. And so I thought it was really important to break down, if you don't know what this means for you spiritually, what that entails. And eclipses are generally this time of revolution and transformation. And this is true, but there's also another side to eclipse. And it's like the cosmic helping hand of the universe, right? So at a lunar eclipse, it's different than a solar eclipse. The shadow of the earth falls across the face of the moon, bringing unconscious feelings to the surface and grounding them into reality. So eclipses usually come in pairs. And so the energy of this cycle began on October 25th and we had a partial solar eclipse on the new moon. And then the completion of this cycle is now on the full moon. So lunar eclipses are emotional cycles and they have to run their course and we kind of just have to sit with it right so I cannot tell you how many times this week I've had to just sit and cry and release because it's been so heavy and not always do we experience heaviness sometimes it's amazing change and sometimes change is fucking hard right like we just have to call it what it is and this time is a really powerful time for cleansing all the emotional stuff that we have trapped in our bodies. So physiologically really releasing. If you do yoga, coming home to your yoga practice. If you do meditation, coming home to that meditation practice. If you've strayed, if you've gotten busy. And the energetic cycles of the lunar eclipse tend to extend, so three months. So around the new year is when we'll finish and wrap this all up. And so really taking this time, right? We're entering into winter and hibernation, right? Like rebuilding ourselves, growing and taking the time for that data input instead of all the data output, all the creativity, right? But really tapping into that sacred feminine of where can I flow more in my life? Where can I see this revolution and how can I create this revolution? Today, I'm really excited for our guest. We have Alice and she is specializes in astrology, but more so for career. And I personally have never seen someone who specializes in just career astrology. So I find this very fascinating and I don't want to spoil the podcast or spoil her story. But today we're really diving deep into just allowing yourself permission, feeling normal and not feeling normal, feeling normal in the struggle and knowing that you are not alone, that we as a collective all go through these times of transformation. And it's a beautiful amazing experience to walk through. So without further ado, let's welcome Alice to the show. Alice, I am so excited for our conversation today. It is way long overdue. How are you doing? 
you know, it's, to be honest, it's been a little bit of a crazy morning. <laughs> you know, I live in LA, there was a lot of rain yesterday causing, you know, flooding and technology to not work and eclipse season is kind of ending. So it's a lot going on. But you know, it, yes. when it rains, it pours literally and figuratively. <laughs> I love that. So funny. Eclipse hit me hard yesterday. I was like in this brain fog all day and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, I just need to be, I just need to call the rest of the day and just be. So I mean, yeah, to do that more often is really a blessing for yourself and for yeah, others. Absolutely. So I am so fascinated with what you do and I love to hear stories because I know we mm-hmm. don't just land in things like what you're doing. Yes. And so I would love to hear your story. How did you get into the work that you're doing? And I don't want to spoil it. So what is it that you do? <laughs> I am a career astrologer and mindset coach for entrepreneurs. Beautiful. And how did you fall into this? Well, I fell into this in my late 20s. In your late 20s, you go through something called your Saturn return. It's a big astrological milestone that happens again in your 50s and your 80s. At the time, I had no idea what I was going through. I thought I was losing my mind. (laughs) I had an existential crisis, and it was very strong because some people, they don't really feel their Saturn return, but I really felt it. Like For me, my Saturn's in Sagittarius, which means that I was questioning my belief system. That's mm. very foundational to your identity, to how you live, how you work. And um, mine lasted for a very long time because there's that pre, during, and post period for years and years. And I just couldn't find the answers. I came from a corporate job working in consumer marketing. I worked in Asia for a long time. And I made big radical changes to my life. I moved back to the US. I lived at home. I started a business with my friends. Like, could not be more different. Stopped really drinking. Like, it was very, very different. And this was happening. And I had to look to yoga and mindfulness and then to human design and astrology to get the answers that really no one else had. And it was just weird. And I think that when you are someone who is meant to teach others, you really get thrown into the gauntlet, truly, so that you could like understand what the other person is going through because you've walked through the fire. You've walked through the rainforest, had to cut down all these trees, like all this roughage so that you could get to your final destination or rather a destination. And And it's just been a learning journey these last few years as I've really started to embrace what does it mean to be in tune with my emotions, my intuition, starting a spiritual business, a holistic Mm. wellness business. I mean, honestly, like if you knew me in like my mid 20s, like even like at the start of my late 20s, like you'd been like, oh, like this, this girl is going to be like a CMO, a CEO, like and like working corporate. (laughs) doing something really practical like if I started the business it would be an agency like a marketing agency it would be something that was what I was doing but instead I decided to start a very spiritual business and one that required me to do deep healing for myself and let's say I had somebody told me in my early 20s um like kind of like told me about like my birth chart I would have been like maybe a little better prepared maybe not who knows you hear what you want to hear when you need to hear it you know exactly yeah and so you know my purpose in this lifetime is really to become an artist 
Like I have very strong career placements, capital placements, but very importantly to embrace like, what is it I desire? What is my intuition telling me? And very feeling based, very feminine versus like my strong like inclination to always operate and be very masculine mm-hmm. really personality wise, but just as a society, what is acceptable and what is seen as like, quote unquote, good and accepted. And really, that's how I got into this space. And, you know, the last few years, I have changed my title a bunch of times so that it feels like more like me, more authentically me. And this year, I landed on career astrologer and mindset coach. I'm sure it'll change next year as well. But astrology is a beautiful tool for introspection. And I'd love to know, like, you know, you told me a little bit about how your eclipse season went, but, you know, how much of your astrology do you know? And what do you like about it? Yeah, astrology has been game-changing for me, actually. I started dabbling in it. <clears throat> I actually, what was the book? Um, oh, my gosh. Nah. What is the name of the book that got me into it? Come on, let me pull up my audible un momento. <laughs> Zodiac Signs by Marie Silva. Have you read that? No, I haven't, but I will put it on my list. So I started reading that book um, a few years ago, and it made me understand each it really breaks down. So the first one is just super basic, right? It goes through each sign and breaks down like mm-hmm. the compatibility and who they are and the things that pop up. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, this is making so much sense for my relationships in my life, right? From like my parenting style, for what my children need, for what my husband needed, for all these things. Because we have very dynamic signs. And so to tap into all of that, I wanted to understand deeper. And then I happened to have Mm -hmm. someone on the um, podcast about a year ago who was sharing about Saturn return. And that was the first time I'd actually been introduced to that. And I was Mm -hmm. so interested and intrigued. And I started researching it more and really playing into, you know, how these signs are exhibiting with our moon and our sun and our rising and our Venus and how these different things in our Chiron wound, you know, start to really tap into healing, right? Because that was my passion is how can we utilize more things in a healing journey? And when I started utilizing different aspects of integrating astrology, it it, it blew up. Like it's amazing how (laughs) much growth can happen when we, we succumb to realizing like, okay, this plays a giant role in our life lessons. Yeah. It's just a beautiful way to like objectively view things and know that, oh, I'm not crazy or why do I feel this way? Yeah. Because you have a transit, I mean, transit that's currently in this um, sign and it's being very difficult. You know, I think Mm -hmm. for anyone who has strong Capricorn placements, um, whether it's kind of like a stellium in your chart, you have like more than like two or three planets in it, um, or you are like, you know, a sun, moon and rising, one of these things are Capricorn, you're, you've been going through a tough time for a while, right? <laughs> you know, and like really questioning yourself. And I think it's the worst for someone like a Capricorn, because you're so career oriented, you're very ambitious and hardworking. And your job is your life for better or for worse, but something is keeping you from really getting the results that you want. And I think for many who are listening, who are, you know, strongly Capricorn, they're like, Oh, my God, yes. And when you hear what I'm saying, you don't feel as bad. You're like, you know what, it's gonna be okay. This is just the season that I'm in. This Mm -hmm. says she's going through it, that it's a thing. So I can give myself more grace and kindness. And that's what we need more to move forward. 
Mm, absolutely. So explain to me in career how you have com- combined astrology with that. What does that look like? So when you go to an astrologer, you get a reading, you know, most people do just have questions about like love, career, like those are like the two big things, Mm -hmm. unless there's something else that's coming up like health related, or you need to heal or forgive, you know, like, it's always those kind of like big heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. And so because I have strong Capricorn placements, I was like, why don't I, I've used it for my career. So why don't I you know, position it, market it, come from a consumer marketing background, (laughs) Um, as career astrology, you don't really hear a lot of people talking about it, even though it's something that is said, you know, no at all. Yeah, it's it's funny, because that is the mm -hmm. first thing that comes to mind, right? Money, love. (laughs) Oh, yes, money. Yes, money, but Mm -hmm. that's adjacent to career. So right. So and and then I was like, it's really helped me. I think this is a way to really open it up to more people. And so they feel like, okay, there's so many people I know, they feel like, they're they've hit rock bottom they're experiencing their dark night of the soul they they and they will experience a spiritual awakening and it leads them to all these different things or even so like they're just like no one's telling me anything i'm at my wits end let me try astrology Mm. you know and 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 for you to attach career to it's very grounding um and so people very clearly understand like okay i'm gonna get an astrology reading and this girl she's going to tell me what i need to do to get to where i need to be and if I don't know where I need to be, what that may look like. It's real peace of mind because a lot of times that's what is keeping you up at night. And Meta just laid off 11,000 people. Like, oh my gosh. Literally, I think it was right now, today, or maybe yesterday. Like, I, like a bunch of people have been messaging me about it. 11,000? 11,000 into the job force. I mean, they have wow. severance, four months, like whatever amount of time. Like, so they're fine. But if you don't have a good money mindset, if you are an anxious personality, which let's not kid, most of us are anxious, you are going to be like, crap, four months, like, oh my God, I have to look for a job. Like four months goes by so quickly, whether or not you have money and you just need to get your mind right. And you need to get focused and relaxed too, so that you can get a new job or start a new business, like, or, or just see where the chips fall, like let your intuition guide you because honestly, like what's inside is getting reflected on the outside. And when you feel anxious, when you're like, oh my God, like a job, like that's how I identify who Mm -hmm. I am and how I like, you know, survive in the world. And I don't have this, like you can very, very normal, very normal to spiral out of control and go to a dark place. Right. Super normal. Yeah. We've all been there for sure. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and I've just found it to be extremely helpful. And especially if you're starting, if you really know you want to start a business, we have no idea what you want to do. So I love to give. And I would say 90% of the list in some way, shape or form. What are some tools that they can start looking for if they don't know anything about astrology and they're like, okay, where do I start? Like, what do I look for? Like, I know this is why I'm so excited. So I'm working on a career astrology website. Ah! It's, it's kind of like a Mad Libs things of like, I am blank who makes other people feel this way. I know I need these types of jobs, even though I always gravitate toward da, 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 da. My greatest gift is blank. Um, If I'm looking for a next job or to start a business, it should look like X, Y, and Z. Mm. 
So that's going to be coming in really soon. But also, like, you can go to, like, my Instagram, which is um, at W-O-O-W-O-O-C-O. I have a lot of um, information there. But to first look at your sun, moon, and rising, this makes up your, like, astrological triad of, like, who you are. Your sun is your personality, your identity. Your moon is your emotional world, what you need to self-care, what you need to feel safe and supported. And then your rising is how people view you and how you move about in the world. It is super important to understand who you are, your values, what you desire before moving forward. This is why we get confused about what we want in our lives, personally or professionally. In this case, we'll talk professionally because we don't know what we want. Everyone else has told us what we want and we don't know how to separate who we are from what others want for us. Oh, yes. So we focus on this first. Get to know yourself. Get to know yourself, the, the good, bad, the ugly, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And then for people who are looking to start a business, trying to figure out what type of business that's going to look like, or even how to transition into entrepreneurship, looking at your North and your South node. So most likely, if you haven't made the transition, you're in a South node role, which means your South node is past lives, innate skills, things that come easily to you. For myself, it's in Virgo. So it's easy for me to be the fixer, to go into an organization, fix things, add structure, add systems, very methodical, very grounded, very earth-based. But my North node, my purpose, like the lessons I need to learn, what is really going to allow me to feel fulfilled is in Pisces. Now, Pisces is these are opposite signs. They're always going to be opposite north and south. Um, and this one's like the dreamiest, the most artistic, the most intuitive, the like the one that has their head in the clouds. And I remember when I first read this, I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. This is like not who I am. But mm. there are elements that I'm like learning of how to be creative, like how to really lean into my desires. Like what type of business do I want to create? And how can I lean into my intuition, which is an extension of the feminine? And I always recommend like if you're looking to kind of figure out how to move from where you are today to where you want to be, like full-time entrepreneurship, to blend North and South Node together, like the elements. So for myself, like one of the transitions that I made that I had no idea until a couple months ago when I was making this post on Instagram was I went into an early stage startup and I added a lot of structure to the business, but I also was in charge of product development. And I, during that time, I had managed like 30 plus products, the creation of products of like cookie cutters, like custom tumblers, wooden cufflinks, like cutting boards, like all these different custom gifts. And it was a way for me to leverage my very structured nature and also um, my creative side. Mm -hmm. So this is an example that... Blending the two. Blending the two is very, very helpful. And also like looking at like your second house of money and resources, your 10th house, your midheaven, which is a career, how you find success. Like, and like, these are some other elements you can look at. I don't want to share too much. It can be really overwhelming. And um, I don't know, Courtney, do you know your North node and your South node? I have my birth chart somewhere off the top of my head. I do not. You definitely have to look at it. I'm sure it will kind of reflect a lot of the things that you have been exploring and your current job and role as well. 
I love that. And the 10th house too is where you want to go for like the clues and hints on like where career wise, especially if someone has been laid off or if someone is dealing with that transition in life to be able to go explore that 10th house to get direction. You know, I, what I are your every, thoughts on that? every astrologer is going to be a little bit different. You know, uh-huh. you, you find the person you vibe with just like a therapist, um, you know, kind of like the way they interpret. And for me, I actually think it's going to be a combination of many different elements of your chart because, you know, there's also, you know, Mercury to tell you how you communicate, Mars, how you take action. Um, There's so many things that kind of paint the picture of the ideal job for you. Mm -hmm. And I really like to look at your North Node as kind of like, you know, a big part of like the theme of like what you are doing and like perhaps or how it'll get you there. And then your 10th house can be a very strong theme of how, how you, the, the change that you're able to kind of um, showcase and share with others. And as an example, you know, my 10th house and the way that I read charges through the Placidus. And so the Midheaven and the 10th house are the same. Other reading styles, they could be different. And mine's in Scorpio. So this is all about transformation. It's about like like death and rebirth and constantly dealing with change. And so this is something I experienced myself, but also this is what I'm able to provide others, mm. a transformative experience and help them transition. So that's kind of like how I like to describe it. And like with like my North node, like I have to lean into these qualities to allow myself to experience, you know, big changes, big shifts that I'm able to thus share and replicate for others. Right. Wait, your North node and your South node are what? I just looked mine up. My North node is in Pisces and my South node is in Virgo. Excellent. That's funny. I'm a Sun Pisces. My North node is in Aries and my South node is in Libra. Mm, I see. So you are really meant to just kind of spearhead and do what you want <laughs> with it. I'm like, easy, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it may, it's really easy for you to be like, let's all come together. Let's gather community. Let me like get everyone's inputs and like, be like, what do you think? What are you like creating community in that way in a very collaborative function? But as a Northern and Aries, it's your job to be like, this is what I want. This is my vision. Everyone get on the train, get in the car, or bye. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So less kind of catering to others, less trying to find balance, and more just taking charge and understanding like, hey, your job in this lifetime is to understand like you are a visionary. Now, where do we merge those two together? Like, how do you merge your Pisces and Virgo together mm. to find that balance, right? Yeah. So you always will have like those, both of those elements, right? So like one of your strengths and something easy for you to do, like is to connect with the right people and to bring people together and to be very diplomatic in the way that you're able to connect others and to explain different concepts and all of that. But there is the element of like, hey, you can bring lots of people together, like whether they are your peers or people who are going to be part of your community, but like kind of not dictate, but, but kind of creating the structure of like, this is what we stand for. This is the mission. These are the different modalities I like to use. This is what I stand for. These are my offerings. These are my services. This is the type of community that I want and kind of like almost assign roles 
um, of saying like, you can do this, you can do that. Like what resonates with you? Mm -hmm. Now, what if someone is looking, that makes total sense. That was beautifully put. Now, what if someone is, because I love hearing different and how you put with astrologists is absolutely perfect, right? Because it's so funny because it has a different way they Mm -hmm. do it. And I think that's so beautiful because it all makes total sense in its own way. Mm-hmm. And I love it. When you compare it to therapists, it's like totally the same jam, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when we're in that transit of finding our purpose, or maybe we just got on the path and we're overwhelmed mm-hmm. as yeah. shit, right? Because <laughs> all this information is coming at us and we're like, what, you said what to what mode, you know? So if someone's in that space, what's a really simplistic way that they can start navigating maybe what that purpose is? Okay, so the number one thing they have to do is to ground more. They need to reconnect with their body, reconnect with the world around them because they're too much in their head. Mm. And so they can't access their intuition. They are feeling flighty. They're in like um, a sympathetic nervous state of feeling stress rather than being in parasympathetic where they're able to actually make smart decisions. Because when you're in a stress state, you can't make decisions. Absolutely not. So you have to shift yourself into like, everything's okay. I'm figuring it out. So really taking care of themselves and like self-care. So I would say, look at your moon sign, just look at your moon sign and Mm -hmm. start understanding, like Googling it, like finding the right astrologer that you connect with. Um, and just really listening to yourself. Like, what do you need today? Do you need to rest? Do you need to go for a run? Do you need to talk to a friend? Do you need to go on a vacation? Do you need to read a book? Like really just trying to get to know yourself because I say this and it sounds ridiculous, but it is very, very normal. And clients that I see, it is very common that they do not know what makes them feel better. And they do not know what they want in their lives other than what they currently have. They're like, I've been in this corporate job for 10 years. I I actually, they, they feel embarrassed. And I'm like, it's normal. I was like that. And to some degree, I'm still like that of trying to figure out. It's just because it is very common for especially women and women of color or anyone who feels marginalized, that their voice doesn't matter. That's been trained into them, programmed into them. So of course you don't know what you want because Mm -hmm. no one's asked you or nobody kind of says that, oh, what you want, what you value, what you feel is important and valid, no matter how much sense it makes or doesn't make, you know? So really getting to know yourself. I think that's so powerful that you said that because Anytime you ask someone, you know, what do you need right now? Like, ask yourself what your body needs. And people are just like completely deer in headlights, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, oh my God, I don't, I don't know what I need, but I need something, but I don't know if that something is. Yes. And so then you default, you default into buying things, mm. um, drinking, smoking, vacationing, mm. um, party, whatever your advice may be, video games, reading, watching movies and TV. Like, you just default into the things that are accepted and readily seen in media and entertainment but it's like it could be for someone like like writing it could be meditating it could be gardening it could be going to gymnastics I I started doing that this year not so much recently did you really but adult gymnastics has been great that is so awesome do you love it I do I do love it and I tell people this like you know when you're starting a business fear is in everything Mm -hmm. everything and you know this 
And so you need to create a stronger reward feedback loop of like, I do something, I'm not going to get a result, especially in your business, but how can I continue forward and not feel discouraged? Because the only reason why businesses fail is because you give up. Right. And I've had to deal with that so much. I have literally been dealing with that during eclipse season. To be honest, yeah, and I don't think we're honest enough. Thank with you. Each yeah, other. I love that. I constantly want to quit. I went through that this eclipse season. <laughs> I constantly want mm-hmm. to quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that more of us need to start sharing, like, it's normal to want to quit, to stop because you're tired or you're frustrated or you're like, am I crazy? But you're just going through this weird phase and you'll get over it because it's when right. you quit, it's when you've lost the game. But if you're just like, okay, I'm just going to take another few steps or I'm going to like seek shelter, just sit under like this umbrella, this proverbial yeah. umbrella, this figurative umbrella, and then okay. And you talk to people who are farther along, you listen to podcasts that are inspiring like you know I listen to podcast episodes that I've been on I'm like wow who is that girl (laughs) I need to hear this advice I love that when that happens and you're like oh that was me that (laughs) was me (laughs) because she does a little ego boost we need right that's a very real thing we need that yeah so Um, it's it's easy to want to quit but don't quit just figure out like what's gonna get you from one day to the next one week to the next and I think it's it's, it's, it, you listen to the stories of like people like, I was in debt. I had five failed companies. I didn't know what I was going to do. It's always like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that, oh, this might also be your story. This hero's journey, that same hero's journey, that's you. That's you. <laughs> right. And we have that inner mean girl, right? That comes mm-hmm. out and tries to take it off. I know with, with eclipse season, there was a moment there that I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have cried more this week than I have in like three years because mm-hmm. I was like, what am I releasing? Am I releasing my marriage? Am I releasing my business? Am I re- like, what am I releasing? I'm releasing it all. I'm getting rid of everything. Everyone's pissing me off. I'm done. And then yeah. I had to take a minute. And for me, you know, it's, it's very easy to move fast and be in a constant state of action and movement. Yeah. It's very hard for me personally to be still. And so that's mm-hmm. a challenge that I constantly have to be at to that vulnerability and coming home to okay why do you want to run away why do you want to go put your head under the covers right now like what is going on and then realize like okay this this and this is happening it's not a reality it's all in your head like there you know yes this is this is fucking hard work like especially when you're working with different personalities and different people and you're trying to move for the collective and you're in this moment of service right like you're in service I'm in service I feel Mm -hmm. like we're constantly taking on all these other energies and that gets to a point that like yes you can be hold space and be in that area but then eventually like if you're not protecting your own space mm-hmm. it gets heavy it gets heavy as shit yeah. and we're mm-hmm. like oh this is hard and that's okay to say that it's hard <laughs> so it's like the number one thing that you can learn is to how to manage your nervous system, how to regulate your nervous system, AKA your mood and your stress levels. Mm -hmm. How do you get yourself out of a, I think I'm sinking, I think I'm drowning, or I can't do this anymore. And it is a practice. And I think the best founders, the best entrepreneurs, business leaders are able to push through that and know that this is, this is not me. This is just who I am in this moment. And I'm Mm going to get over it and to acknowledge that, it'll be okay. And it's, it's very challenging. And for those who are just like, what are they talking about eclipse season? Like, what does that mean? Well, we're currently kind of, you know, we're, we'll be wrapping up like in like 
early early next year this this these themes around power confidence self-worth um how we're able to make money how we're able to manage resources what transformation we need to go through stability what is i mean like with all these layoffs i mean and with midterm elections yesterday like Mm -hmm. we've been kind of experiencing this since like last fall and the cycle will complete in like early spring of next year and it's really it's really all about how can you feel more powerful how can you feel more authentically you and confident and know that you can stand on your own two feet through any transformation, through any change that you go through. Right. I really appreciate that you're able to work with people in a way that right now is going to be so needed. And so I mean, I got the 11,000 layoff. That's heartbreaking. That's a lot of lives changing all at once. I mean, there have been layoffs, you know, consistently the last few weeks and more and more Stripe, mm-hmm. Twitter, like all of, all of them. And it's just you you, you thought you, you used to think that a tech job was like really secure. And I think that this allows people to understand security. Stability is really very manufactured and it is only held up by the societal apparatus and that shared belief system. I was like, oh, job equals stability. Like I work for someone else, I'm going to be fine. But Mm -hmm. in these last few years, no, you are responsible for yourself, for your well-being, for your financial success, like for your feeling and maintain maintenance of stability and safety. Only you can give yourself that. And anytime you give that away to someone else, something else, that is a danger. And that's how we've been structuring life. Right. I think one of the most important quotes I ever got was, and it pissed me off when I heard it in the moment, but you know, it's, it's so true. We, you are responsible for the conditioner. And so when we can step out of that victim mentality and step Mm -hmm. into the, I, wait, I am responsible for the condition I am. All the goodness that comes in for all the bad things that, you know, for every lesson, for every experience that I go through, I do have control to navigate. So that versus reactive, yes. right? And then again, coming back yes. to that nervous system regulation and coming back to taking care of the mind, body, spirit, making sure they're communicating and connected mm-hmm. at all times. This is hard work. Nobody wants to do this work. Most people are like, give me a paycheck. Let me enjoy my weekend. Let me plan my vacation. Let me buy my stuff. <laughs> but it's changing. It's shifting. People like can't ignore it. And I, that's why I think astrology is really fun. Like looking at your moon sign, looking at your Chiron to figure out like what your wounds are. Like how can you better take care of yourself? You know, mm-hmm. like like all these different things. And it, it makes this this personal growth, this identity work so much easier when you're like, oh, it's like astrology. Like it feels a little bit more lighthearted than rather like sitting with yourself and like journaling about like, what are my greatest fears? And like, what what do do I feel anxious about? And what struggles do I face in life? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So when is, I know you said you're working on some projects now, are those going to be done soon that people can go check in? Where's the best space if someone wants to book with you and I'll put everything in the show notes for you guys as well. But if someone wants to connect with you right now, they're on fire. They're like, let's do this. This just (laughs) happened to me. You're speaking my love language. What's the best way to reach you? So with the career astrology website, you can sign up right now and you'll be the first one to know when you can get your free career astrology report. And that's at your Saturn 
saturn.com. So that's easy to find, yoursaturn.com. And if people are looking for a career astrology reading or they really kind of want to double down on what does it mean to start a business and want to look at their astrology, their business's astrology, and figure out the types of offerings and services they should have, like you can find me on Instagram at W-O-O-W-O-O-C-O. Pretty easy to find. And yeah, check the show notes. I'd love to be able to, to help and really just help you work on your mindset as well, like anything and everything that you need. Thank you so much, Alice, for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with us today. I really was a pleasure talking to you and learning so much goodness. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was such a fun conversation. And honestly, you know, I know that this message will get to the people that need it the most. And my greatest intention and, and desire is that someone feels relief. Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. they listen to this episode and they're like I'm normal it's all normal what I'm going through and you are so normal (laughs) we're all in it yeah we're all in it oh well thank you again Alice you're so welcome I have some exciting news Within is finally in stores. You can buy it anywhere that books are available, but right now it is on sale on Amazon for $21.99 paperback or $39.99 hardback. Within is my heart, my soul. I have poured so much love into this, so much vulnerability into this, and this is my personal story told for the first time ever. What Within is based on is Carl Jung's uh, Divine Feminine Archetypes and how we can embody and connect to each and every one in a very sacred and personal way with healing modalities for you to try and experiment with and try on what fits and what doesn't work. There's journal entries in there, there's shadow work, there's connecting to each and every archetype within Divine Feminine Energy and how to truly start showing up as your highest self. If this sounds like something which you have been longing for or something that just resonates with you, I highly suggest you grab a copy. Again, the book is Within by Courtney Hansen, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-A-N-S-O-N. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.